Thank you for tuning in to Art to Heart, where I delve into the creative minds of the artists in the Fort Wayne area. Each episode sheds light on the thoughts, feelings, and backgrounds of the artisans who bring pizzazz to Fort Wayne. Tune in for tips on tapping into your creative soul and for information about upcoming events in the arts community. I am here today with Elizabeth Mikautadze, founder and artistic director of Mikautadze Dance Theater. Not only is Elizabeth the director of the only professional modern dance company in Fort Wayne, but she is also a faculty member at IPFW and a teaching artist at Fort Wayne Dance Collective. I have been lucky enough to attend her classes and performances, and I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to chat with her today. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you so much for having me. Can you walk us through some of the professional dance training that you have had? Sure. I would say that um, the professional experience that I had started when I was about 13. Um, I became part of a dance school called Movement Laboratories Youth Ensemble, and I studied with professional dancers in ballet, modern, and a little bit of jazz technique. During my sophomore year of high school, um, I went with the youth ensemble to the Hungarian State Ballet School and studied uh, with some pretty amazing European professionals as well. I graduated high school, uh, got accepted to the Boston Conservatory, where I trained with Denise Pons, Donna Silva, Samuel Kirkigen, uh dancers from the Boston Ballet and Joffrey Ballet. Um, I had a really cool opportunity to work with Jennifer Scanlon, who was a principal dancer with the Jose Limon Dance Company, uh, amongst many other, too many to name, other professional dancers. After graduating from the conservatory, I moved to New York City, uh, where I studied at the Paul Taylor School, primarily at the Martha Graham Dance Center. And just the timing, I was very lucky to be able to work with um, some first and second generation dancers with the Martha Graham Company, who had that close connection to Martha Graham. So that was um, a really amazing experience that definitely has helped shape who I am. And at that point, uh, while I was studying at the Graham School, I began my professional dance career. I danced with Buglisi Foreman Dance Company, uh, which is now known as Buglisi Dance Theater. And Jacqueline Buglisi, who's the director of that company, is probably one of the biggest influences on who I am mm -hmm. as a choreographer and as an artist. I also danced with a couple other smaller dance companies during that time. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So do you remember the moment or the age that you decided that you wanted to take that training and make a professional career out of dance? Actually, this goes way back. I would say that this is one of my earliest memories in life. I was around four, and my mother took me to see the Nutcracker Ballet, which oh, was my yeah. first full-length uh, dance production that I've ever seen. And I pointed at the stage and told my mom, hey, that's what I want to do. Uh, she enrolled me in ballet classes, and I, ever since then, it's been what I wanted to do. Yeah. So when the change from classical ballet to modern? Uh, I would say that that took place over years, okay. um, probably starting when I um, enrolled in that Movement Laboratories Youth Ensemble at age 13. I was exposed to um, a heavy dose of ballet technique, but also a heavy dose of modern technique. Um, so I kind of developed an appreciation for both at the same time. I enjoyed performing both. Mm -hmm. So when I attended the Boston Conservatory, I was still um, concentrating on both art forms. Yeah. 
So when did you know that you wanted to direct? I mean, because it just seems like everything was more performance-based and maybe about developing your career as a dancer. Mm -hmm. When did that switch happen? I would say that, you know, being a director was really the result of a progression. Sure. Um, You know, I started as the dance student, became the professional dancer. And during the time that I was dancing professionally, I was also experimenting with choreography. Um, And then realizing over time that, hey, choreographing is really the real passion here. And that's Mm -hmm. what I really want to pursue. And, you know, continuing... um, getting those experiences as a professional dancer, learning from my directors, learning from my instructors so that I could become the artist and one day become the director. I I would say that the reason that I became a director was out of necessity um, Mm -hmm. because I was searching once I moved to Fort Wayne for a larger platform to showcase my choreography. Um, So starting the company, Mm -hmm. the company needed a director. Yeah. And now that I am the director, I find it's, um, it's a hat that I really enjoy wearing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a cool opportunity. And many choreographers, um, they, they go places, they set work, they leave, mm-hmm. and somebody else directs their work. So I really enjoy the fact that I actually get to choreograph and then see it all the way through. To, yeah, see it. Yeah. And, yeah. That's incredible. So MDT was founded mm-hmm. in 2008. And it sounded like you were driven to start the company by wanting the opportunity to choreograph and kind of ended up taking on the director's hat. But what steps did you have to take to get the company going? I I think that, you know, that that does stem from a long time ago. The the concept stems from a long time ago, way beyond, uh, way back from 2008 when I was in college. And I Mm -hmm. met my husband, who's our musical director Mm -hmm. as well. Um, we talked about, you know, one day having this idea of having a company whose mission is to collaborate with many art forms. So, you know, the concept and the dream has been there for many years. Yeah. And when we moved to Fort Wayne, um, it literally was just one night we sat down and I said, Hey, let's start the dance company. What are we waiting for? Like now is the time. So I think that that was the initial, um, you know, the time figuring out when is this going to happen? And it's now. And then um, having the space um, was next. And I was teaching here at the Dance Collective. And Liz was the, Liz Monier was the director at the time. She allowed us to rehearse once at one time a week. Um, So we had that. And then, you know, I was getting dancers. So I held an audition and we had our first string of dancers. That's strong. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a good size. Yeah. 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 But during the creation and implementation of the company, was there ever a time that you guys thought, I don't know if this is going to work, or did, has it been pretty easygoing? Uh, definitely not easy. Uh, I don't think anything, any artistic endeavor is easy. Um, but no, I would say that there never was really a, this isn't going to work, because there have been so many years of mm-hmm. process and thinking about that this is the end goal, that when we finally decided that now is the time, mm-hmm. There really wasn't any other option for us. Yeah, like this is this is what we are. This is who we are. This is what we do. And you know, regardless of um, the company lineup as far as dancers go, that changes year to year. Mm -hmm. Um, But David and I are still the directors, and we're still the artists, and it'll continue as long as we're here. (laughs) Right? That's incredible. What is the company like? Um, Rehearsal schedules? Are there any roles in the company? Are they paid and maybe some of the unique personalities of the dancers. Mm-hmm. Tell us about MDT. 
Well, currently um, in this season, um, we have five dancers. Uh, we have two principal dancers, Emily Keisler and Emily Craig, who have both been with me for several years. They've trained under the technique that um, that we do, that's just the Martha Graham technique. And uh, they have that under their belts, and they're used to my choreographic process, so they're easy to work with. I sometimes I'm inspired just by thinking about them dancing certain oh, roles. Yeah. <clears throat> And I also have three core dancers this year who have all been with me for at least two seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, they're like right in the middle of the learning process, really getting a grip of the technique and and the choreographic process. I usually have apprentices. Um, This year I don't. And those are usually dancers that are in their first season. Mm -hmm. Um, They are paid for all performances. That's awesome. Um, Even uh, when we perform in free festivals, um, I I definitely try to... um, pay for their travel expenses, pay for their food, um, compensate them in any way that I can. And that's, that's a struggle for any art organization, as you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> yes. It's very real. And then we have two directors, uh, myself, the artistic director, who's also the main choreographer and David, the music director who coordinates a lot of our, um, musicians and composers that we work mm-hmm. with. And that's kind of the collaborative yeah. side. Yeah, I mean, we collaborate with musicians and other artists as well. Mm-hmm. We collaborate with sculptors and poets oh, cool. and uh, visual artists as mm-hmm. well. What is your process like to put on a concert? So I am about to see a show that uh, is coming up in June, but this podcast will probably air after that. Mm-hmm. And I got to see your show uh, last year as well. And uh, I really enjoyed the differences in each piece and the theme, but how everything was strung together. So what is that process like putting together the concert? Um, I would say in general with these past full-length productions that we've done since 2012, that David and I kind of do have a pattern of how we do this. Um, It's usually summertime um, when we're on vacation or we're on a long drive, Mm -hmm. something about the long drive, right? um, where we start talking about, like, usually it starts with who do we want to collaborate with? Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes that's as simple as like, hey, let's, you know, do a string quartet this year or hey, I know this solo cellist, like, let's do a work with him. Or, hey, what about a flute ensemble? That happened one year. Um, And this year, it just happened to be that David said, um, because he is also a composer, that he wanted to write a um, comedic score. Hmm. So this year, we're doing a comedy dance, something we've never done. So I think the process starts with, hey, what can we experiment with? What can we do that maybe we haven't done yet, um, as far as the collaborative end goes? And then usually like fall, early winter, we're meeting with those collaborators and talking about ideas. And and usually by the end product, it's a a culmination of many artistic minds. Um, And sometimes the original concept is totally different by the end. (laughs) (laughs) And then moving forward, you know, usually by mid-March or late March, we have all of our choreography finished, hopefully. (laughs) And then, then, then the director's hat comes on and the time is spent on, you know, cleaning the work technically, making sure hands are in the right place, lines are correct, and then also developing the the artistry and the dancers and, and making sure that all the artists that are presenting on stage are expressing the the, the image and the vision. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the show. 
Yeah. And then there's And then happens all over again. <laughs> and then we start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome process though. And it's cool to hear the behind the scenes work. So you take on a lot. You're the director, you're a mom, you're yeah. a wife, you're a teacher at um, both the Fort Wayne Dance Collective and at IPFW and you inspire so many students. Do you have a personal mantra or encouraging words that you tend to use to keep your students, your dancers and yourself motivated and that kind of drive your art? I wouldn't say that there's any, you know, like literal mantra, mm-hmm. like the, I don't have any specific words. As far as myself, I think that the the driving force um, is just creation, mm-hmm. you know, that I have a really deep desire to create, always have, can't turn that off. Mm-hmm. So that's my driving force. And I, and I think, you know, as, as far as like what encourages and motivates my students and my dancers is a combination of, you know, my experiences as a professional dancer, my experiences that I got with such amazing directors and amazing artists and what I've learned from all of those people and all those experiences and sharing those experiences with my dancers. And especially with my dance company members, I, you know, I really do care about um, seeing them develop over the years. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that the fact that um, I spend time with them on that is, is what satisfies them as artists. Yeah. Yeah. Feeding into how you can support them in their artistic endeavors. Where would you like to see the company go in the next five years? Um, (laughs) That's a tough one right now because I'm currently in process of a big show, Mm -hmm. our 10th anniversary show. And wow. uh, 10 years. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Cause we said that it was founded in 2008. Yeah. 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 Uh, So I'm really like, my mind is invested. My creativity is invested in that choreography and making that the best that I can and, mm-hmm. and um, coordinating all of our collaborators as well. Uh, so I think that in the next five years, it's hard to predict because things change mm-hmm. and things come and go. People come and go. Artists come and go. Um, there's always new opportunity. Um, but I, I just in general, you know, to continue creating, um, continue collaborating like we have been, make more connections with more artists and perform as much as we can. Yeah, that's great. If someone out there has a dream concept or idea that they want to pursue, what advice would you give them? I would definitely give them the cliche advice Mm -hmm. to never give up. Right. Um, But as far as an artistic endeavor, well, any endeavor really, you know, being flexible and being able to adapt is key. And for me personally, you know, when, when I have a vision, I have to be willing to walk down several different paths with that vision sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not the original path. Right. So being able to be adaptive, mold. Yeah, that's fair. You had mentioned that maybe having the company, um, came from the desire to choreograph and that maybe something upon moving to Fort Wayne was kind of what drove that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the art scene in Fort Wayne? And um, maybe once you kind of tackle that, if you had any opinions about where you'd like to see the Fort Wayne art scene go. I actually like, as far as where I want to see it go, I I'm kind of impressed with Fort Wayne right now. Right? <laughs> uh, I think that it's been growing constantly. So I just want to see that continue. When I first moved here in 2003, uh, there wasn't much dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like since then, it's almost 
tripled maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and David and I were both totally blown away moving from New York City to a smaller town like Fort Wayne and and realizing how much of a music scene there was here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, open mm-hmm. open mic nights and Philharmonic. And we were really impressed with that from the beginning. And I think that's only grown as well. So I think that, and, and also with all the development downtown, mm-hmm. there's more venues. Um, there's a lot more like pop-up stuff happening. Correct. Yeah. So I think that, you know, the more that continues, the bigger the audience for dance gets. And mm-hmm. I think it's all, I'm really positive about that. I think it's all <laughs> going in the right direction. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I'm very hopeful and excited because <clears throat> I'm not from here either. So, um, and I'm from literally the music city or in my opinion oh, yeah. besides Nashville but yeah yeah so I'm um, yeah excited and hopeful and yeah. impressed so far yeah. yeah for sure for the listeners out there who have not had the pleasure of meeting you what is the one thing you'd like them to know about you that one's tough <laughs> I guess in regards to being the choreographer and the director of the company um is how I'll answer that it, you know that um I'd I'd want people to know that I'm really truly dedicated mm-hmm. to to the art that you know I really truly care about what the audience is hearing what they're seeing um, spend a lot of time a lot of detail with the artists that I work with to to be sure that there is something for everyone to enjoy um, that the process to me is is deeply personal mm-hmm. um, and and I don't follow any kind of trend and probably never will. And I think that that deeply personal like take um, translates to the artists I work with. And then that becomes deeply personal to them. And then when it's presented, I feel, and I hope that the audience walks away with something that's also deeply personal. So I think it's that dedication to generalize. It's that dedication to art first and business second. Right. Yeah. Something that's really cool to me is um, we talked a little bit about your professional dance training and uh, how your artists get to perform uh, works in the style of modern dance and train uh, with Graham training. Mm -hmm. But to the general public, they might not know how special that is. Mm -hmm. And so I had asked you earlier, like, why modern dance for you? Mm -hmm. But maybe a better question would be, why should our audience, our potential audience, support modern dance? And why is this so cool that Um, we have this in Fort Wayne? Um, I think that modern dance, um, if you go back to the the history of modern dance, um, began as a break from tradition mm-hmm. and was primarily used by choreographers at that time to express um, deep human emotions or human condition. Um, and I think that's still valid today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always choreograph strict modern technique. Sure. Um, my choreography is kind of all over the place as far yeah. as style goes. But, you know, modern modern is a very broad term, and it encompasses a, many different techniques, many different styles. Um, and in a way, I would say there aren't really any rules. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are rules within specific techniques, but as far as choreographing, there aren't any really rules. And, and that allows the, the artistic vision to be clear and true. Um, I also really like to watch dancers who are not... Um, uh, maybe held back by point shoes because mm-hmm. in some ways you can be, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I think that being more natural and in touch with the ground that you're on mm-hmm. and what you're moving on um, 
can create some real beauty. And I think that I think it's more accessible to, mm-hmm. to people who don't really know much about dance. Yeah, that's very fair. I mean, there's a beauty behind point shoes, but um, I know for me, I almost had to like completely retrain once I had my point shoes off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah, it is. It's very different. So um, we are going to get ready for this 10th year anniversary June concert. Where can we catch you this summer? Um, So far, we hope to be performing at the Taste of the Arts Festival, Mm -hmm. which I believe is, I'm not Uh, sure the date, the last Saturday in August. Exactly, yep. (laughs) Um, We don't have times or any any information other than that yet. Um, And, uh, you know, we... uh, we kind of in the summertime are, are off off season, mm-hmm. so the dancers get a little bit of a break for most of June, and then we start experimenting usually in July mm-hmm. and developing new work. And sometimes we do little pop up shows or uh, collaborate with other other organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of now, um, yeah. love to keep you posted on our social media. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And where can we find you on social media? Um, we have an Instagram that's uh, MDT Company. And we are on Facebook if you look up Miguel Tadza Dance Theater. And we do have a website that is uh, currently being updated. Sure. But, um, that's mdtcompany.org. We have a donate tab that's still active there. And we also have, and we are 501c3, so we are tax exempt. And we also are selling our 10th anniversary t-shirts. Those are cute. Yeah. yeah, I saw someone wearing one the other day. I might have to get one. Yeah. And um, will you guys be auditioning? Um, yes, we actually, I totally forgot about that. We have our summer intensive, um, which is July 9th through the 13th. Okay. Um, we're just getting ready to advertise that. We haven't advertised that too much yet. The end of that, probably that Friday, the 13th, mm-hmm. um, that's a bad date. That's great. And we also, we hold auditions uh, really at any time throughout the year. We've had dancers who have called in and said, hey, can I arrange an audition? Mm -hmm. We'll do that during our rehearsal time. Yeah. And I've been to the intensive before. So if anybody's listening and wondering if that's a good experience, um, I didn't get to take as many classes as I would like, but I got to take quite a few. I think I did one week and Mm -hmm. it was awesome it's a great space you're an incredible instructor oh, and thank you. I think the um, company members are also very encouraging because sometimes yeah. you're like company class yeah and that can be this scary uh, unknown to dancers mm-hmm. but that's just not the way MDT is yeah. at all so yeah. I think everybody helps each other Definitely. learn the combination <laughs> and if um, somebody's completely off they'll help you mm-hmm. or you know they're just great I enjoy dancing with them <laughs> thank you so much yeah Uh, Well, I really appreciate your time today, and we will have to stay tuned for maybe some things this coming fall, and hopefully everybody will check you guys out on social media. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you.